space are deeply interrelated. So let us begin now with each of the panelists giving us um, a few minutes summation of their wondrous, wondrous works. You want me to start? Yes. Okay, good. Happy to start. <clears throat> uh, as Margaret said, memory is, uh, everybody knows what memory is. It's, their, it's the recollection of the past. And that was sort of my idea of what it was when I started, too, and hadn't thought much about it beyond that. But the further you get into it, you realize if, you, if anyone knows anyone who's lost their memory or who's, who's in the process of losing it, they lose themselves. Uh, memory isn't just things you remember from before. It's, it becomes who you are. It's the principal shaper of who you are. Your, your definition of yourself comes from your memory. So it's a, it's a profound uh, mystery. And I'm not a, not a scientist and, and, or even a science writer. And there's you know, lots of days I'm not sure what I am. And almost every day, I'm not sure I am why am I, why I am where I am like right now. Um, I came to this subject um, actually out of uh, fear of getting an assignment from an editor. I had spent three and a half years researching 9/11 and, and wrote a book about that called uh, Perfect Soldiers. Pardon the pitch. Um, and it was fascinating work. Um, it was really difficult. By far the hardest thing I'd ever done. But beyond that, it was deeply depressing. Um, it was, I mean, it was just, just horrible sadness. And uh, I dreamed about it every night for three years. I just couldn't get away from it. And finally, when it was done, I was utterly exhausted. Um, and I went back to the LA Times where I was working then. And they said, what do you want to do now? And I said, I really don't have an idea yet, but I want it to be fun and easy. <laughs> and so, neuroscience. You know? <laughs> I had had an idea, I used to refuse to pay companies I worked for to park my car at their lots because I was using my car to do their work and it just seemed stupid. Well, it's real much stupider to do what I did, which was park on the street and collect parking tickets and uh, never know where your car was because you're always moving it. And so I'd walk out of the building and go, oh man, you know, I'd walk around the neighborhood for half an hour. And I thought, well, you could do a story about that. Where's my car? How do I know where my car is? Um, and so I thought, well, that's kind of just a, that's an essay, not really a story. And I wanted, so I wanted to find a lab where they study memory and where I could follow a project so that there'd be a natural narrative to it. And then you could hang the knowledge of memory off of that. And lo and behold, I found Gary Lynch. And I mean, this is one of those things, it's, it's in, uh, they tell stories about this in journalism heaven. Uh, when you find a guy like this, he's, he's, he's a brilliant scientist. Um, he's one of the leaders in his field has been for a long time, but beyond that, he's a character like you wouldn't believe. I mean, so th and this, this book is about life in his lab and their pursuit of the physical underpinnings of memory, trying to find what it is that happens when a memory is made. A memory is made in an instant, it lasts a lifetime, and you have infinite capacity. That's a pretty tough trick, right? And there are many things, or there's nothing else in the biological world that, that compares to it. So it's, a hard, it's been a tough target. Uh, for scientists. And I was lucky to be there at the end of Lynch's quest for this thing. Uh, although the end was much further off than he told me. When I first went there, he said, you know, it'll be a couple weeks, a month. <laughs> you know, and at the end of, you know, six months, I, well, it'll be the end of the year, you know, at the end of the first year, then at the end of the second one, and then at the end of the third. It, was, uh, it took a long time. But it was, it was never not fascinating. Um, so what I think the book is, what I hope it is, is, is three stories. It's the story of Lynch, 
Uh, it's a story of memory. But more than that, it's an adventure story about these scientists and the commitment they have and, and the effort they put forth, uh, the triumphs. I mean, when I went to the lab, when they were supposed to be near the end of this thing following this project, everything broke. I mean, literally broke. I walked by a computer one day and it smoked at me. <laughs> uh, it was just, and, and, so, and this went on for months. And, and scientists are like professional athletes. They do the same thing every day and then get wildly discrepant results. I mean, and they fail most days at most things. I mean, things don't work. Um, and, but when they're doing things all the time, they, get the, they expect a predictable result, and then they don't get it. They start wondering what, what's different. And they look around the lab, and what do they see? Me. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry, thanks. Yeah, Lynch began calling me the black hand of fate. So, so. <laughs> but they recovered, and uh, the book is a story of, of their recovery. Thanks.